millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Statements or opinions, but its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News Live. As always, I'm your host, Zach Payne. Do me a favor. If you're here and you're in one of the chats, hit that like button. Such an easy way to support the show. We've got a lot to talk about today. We're going to open with the latest on the Chinese spy balloon. Didn't really get a chance to talk about this all weekend, so kind of rearing up to discuss it. A lot of people saying this is just a red herring, something for us to pay attention to. I think that's very possible. But at the same time, I think this is a distinct danger to the safety and security of America. favor please help me out by sharing this broadcast on your favorite social media platform boost it for me on twitter truth social etc i'm gonna retweet it right now myself Without further ado, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, because we're going to be right back after this. All right. I apologize if there was an echo there. I don't know why that would be happening. Hang on just a second. Let me take a look at my sound setup. That's, duh. I see it. I understand now why it was doing that. Sorry about that, guys. That should not happen again 
in the future. I do have a couple of pieces of video I want to play for you. First of all, <clears throat> I wanted to say big thank you to our uh, correspondent down under, Mr. Vector117. Check out this 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 uh, official soccer hooligan jersey that he sent me. Okay, look, it says Red Pill 78, God wins, uh, and uh, some Latin. I can't even read the Latin, and I didn't yet, but it's got my name on it, Zach Payne, Payne team. Uh, it, it's really awesome, and it's extremely comfortable. So thank you very, very much for that. I wanted to make sure that I wore it and showed it off to you guys. Hang on, let me, let me show you the back. Can you see the back? Uh, I, I can't really quality control what it says or, or what it shows you guys, but... Very, very cool. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. I can see myself turning around now. You can see it. Thank you again, Vector. Thank you very much for sending that. And why is the foxhole not working? I got the foxhole chat not working. Hold on. Let me get that fixed, you guys. Why does everything go wrong only as soon as I go live? And let's try that. Huh, that's really weird. That's so odd that it's not showing us the chat. Let me uh, let me see if I can alleviate that with a screen capture because I want you guys to be able to see the chat from Foxhole because it's such an important important. You want me to inter- you want to introduce me to your friends, Zach? <laughs> you guys are my friends. You guys are my friends. <laughs> You're talking about it right here. I got my neighbor. He's a friend. Uh, but, uh, Roberto, I got Roberto, but you know, there's not all that many people that I like see in person. I got friends back home in, in, uh, uh, in, uh, in the great white North, but that's it. All right. Hang on. Let me see if it's, yeah, it's doing it over here too. That is so strange. Why would that be happening? Uh, let me try to tweak it just a little bit. Yeah. Why is that not working? So odd. Oh, there it goes. It's coming in. It's coming in now. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Because it's live. Yeah, that's exactly it. The only reason that it doesn't work is because it's live. All right, so I want to begin today, you guys, talking about this Chinese spy balloon. Because like I was saying in the introduction, a lot of people uh, are very skeptical about the information that we're being given, as am I. I am, by my very nature, a skeptic. I am a, a hopeful skeptic on certain subjects, but... When it comes to the information coming out of official sources like the United States government, uh, I think that probably all of you are with me uh, when I say that I just don't trust them. I don't think there's any reason to trust them. Uh, by very nature of their existence, they lie to the American people. You know, as we've learned and, and talked about so many times on this uh, station before, the government only exists by decree of the people, but the government has become its own entity now over and above the people that it is supposed to be serving. That is not right. <clears throat> and we have every right within our founding documents to alter or abolish that government. Uh, however, they are quite powerful at this point, and they're so powerful that they can uh, choose to, uh, to look into certain things or not address other things at all. Now, this Chinese spy balloon situation, uh, this was just so strange from the get-go. Um, <clears throat> perhaps not all that strange when you understand that Joe Biden and a large portion of the United States government is actually bought and paid for by the Chinese Communist Party. 
That's the only thing that makes any sense to me when you ask the question, why is it that we wouldn't be addressing this? Uh, There's also one other key point. Let me actually get this pulled up for you. This was on my my telegram. This is a, a tweet from Jack Posobiec, and I thought that it was perfect. There we go, Jack Posobiec. Um, <clears throat> here it is. Here it is. Oh, gosh, I hope he didn't delete it. Oh, man. Oh, I, I, he is a prolific tweeter. Let me just say that. He's putting out a lot of stuff on the regular. Lots of memes. Okay, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to pull it up from my own telegram. Okay, take a look at this. You, how could the U.S. military allow Chinese intel platforms over our nuclear arsenal and homes? The U.S. military? That's them, okay? Uh... You just take a look at what the U.S. military has devolved into, and it becomes very understandable. You know, they're not interested in the safety and security of the nation. They're not interested in serving the will of the people. They're not interested in protecting our national borders. They're interested in diversity, equity, and inclusion. And uh, also, my friends, the Navy SEALs that are suing the United States government just had a court appearance today. There was oral arguments that was heard from the uh, Pentagon and then also from the SEALs legal team themselves. Um, I was able to listen to the uh, the virtual it was about an hour long, about an hour long broadcast. But there was no decision that was handed down by the judges. Of course, uh, the question is whether or not these guys can be reinstated uh, and the government stands behind their 50 some odd page process for applying for a religious exemption. It was interesting. The judges actually did bring that up, kind of called the government to task on that. Okay, now the balloon was shot down. Let me just say this. Uh, When I learned that it was uh, visible over South Carolina in North Carolina, I jokingly ran to Twitter and I said, where's my low country peeps at? Shoot that thing down. And nobody has a sense of humor anymore. I had a number of people who commented on my tweet and said, oh, you know, shoulder fired weapons would be of no use at that distance. Well, no shit. I know they would be of no use at that distance. We're talking about a balloon in the upper atmosphere. I know the bullets wouldn't reach. It's a joke. It's supposed to be funny, Uh, you know, because the idea is that. We, conservative, God-fearing Americans who love our nation, are all Second Amendment proponents, so we would all be out there shooting at it. What's funny is that I guess that in in some jurisdictions, uh, local police were telling people, don't go out and shoot at it. I hope nobody did go shoot at it, but I think it's pretty funny anyway. Uh, Vector says, you're number one as far as I see it, Zach. Nobody does it better. Well, thank you very, very much. I really appreciate that. means a lot. I'm glad you guys are here with us today. Um, So it was shot down. Uh, what's interesting to me about this is the, the timing of them shooting it down. They waited until it was out over the Atlantic, which means that it went all the way from China through the Aleutian Islands, Alaska, and then all across the heartland of the United States of America. We have a, a map of showing exactly what sensitive targets it went over. So by all, for all intents and purposes, this balloon was very successful. The Biden regime and the military allowed for it to traverse virtually the entirety of the United States of America, gathering intelligence the entire time before it was shot down. Now, debris is being spotted 
and uh, the police are asking the residents of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and other places along the coast, hey, give us a call if you guys see this. If you find pieces of this balloon, I want to see it, because it wasn't just a balloon. I mean, this is a sophisticated spying apparatus that the Chinese Communist Party was able to put into the atmosphere and, uh, and, and take over the United States. And the question is... Was this the only one? Because we got footage over the weekend of what appeared to be something being shot down over Montana. So it indicates that perhaps there are more. And, of course, there have been reports that this is not the first time. I'll get into that in a moment. Now, police are saying don't touch this debris. You never know what's going to be on it. It's part of an investigation. If you touch it, it's considered tampering. With that investigation, you might put yourself in legal jeopardy. Uh, This is a photograph from a keen-eyed observer on the ground as the balloon itself was being buzzed by uh, F-15s or whatever it is they're they're flying now. But the U.S. is not claiming specifically to have gotten any pieces of the balloon that would matter. I think that they have uh, de facto admitted that at this point. But here we go. Take a look at the map of this balloon traveling. So from Montana, where it was initially sighted uh, over Wyoming, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, would have gotten uh, pictures of Illinois as well, Kentucky, Tennessee, North and South Carolina. Uh, So that's quite a large swath of the United States, and I would say it's a fairly big deal for the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, Undoubtedly, that balloon was... Best case scenario, they would have liked for it to come back to China. But I think that we would be kidding ourselves if we said that it didn't have sophisticated technology in it that could very easily broadcast whatever it was it captured straight back into Beijing. Um, So... If we take a look here, uh, there was a lot of consideration about whether or not this balloon might have uh, perhaps uh, biological weapons on it. Maybe it would have an EMP device. I saw people posting saying that, oh, they got sources that said that. Well, it didn't happen. And, you know, so there's really no way for us to tell uh, what was going on there. I tend to think that the simplest solution is is the, the easiest and the most likely. Uh, this was probably designed uh, to intercept uh, uh, radio frequencies, uh, communications, certainly probably had a camera, uh, video capabilities. Uh, it looked like it was outfitted with solar panels. You can see that right here. I, I got a fairly good picture of it, and that's what I used for the thumbnail on this um, on this, uh, uh, the, the, the show today, but every single one of these dots is a sensitive military installation. And we've got them all over the United States. So it's kind of difficult for any device like this spy balloon to cross the United States without having access to something really sensitive. That's one of the reasons why it's so frightening and disturbing that the United States government would allow this to happen either now in the past or in the future. And it becomes a little bit stickier when we recognize that there was likely at least two balloons that were over the United States at any one point. So, It went over this entire list of bases here, Maelstrom Air Force Base, Ellsworth Air Force Base, Joe Foss Field, Sioux City ANG, 
Offutt Air Force Base, Camp Ashland, Lincoln ANG, Whiteman Air Force Base, Fort Leonard, St. Louis Army Human Resources, Scott Air Force Base, Fort Campbell, Nashville ANG, Smyrna ANG, Houston Barracks, McGee Tyson ANG, Pope Air Force Base, Fort Bragg in North Carolina, MCAS, New River, also in North Carolina, Camp Lejeune in North Carolina, and the U.S. Coast Guard Station at Fort Macon. If anybody out there in the chat has served and was stationed at any of these bases, I would love to hear what possible dangers could result from the Chinese having access to this sensitive, sensitive area. Um, You know, I can't think of another time in history that we've had an equivalent national security breach. You know, I remember a day when the United States was very, very concerned about uh, the possibility of something like this happening. And, you know, even uh, a time when this might have been considered an act of war. And before we go any further, I wanted to um, I wanted to play this video for you guys because it shows you how far we've come as a nation. You know, I mean, don't forget, I just showed you that image of what the current woke U.S. military looks like. And obviously, that current woke U.S. military has no problem with China spying on the United States of America. And China is even upset about it. They put out this statement saying that it's a clear overreaction and a serious violation of international practice. I ask you, honestly, does anyone out there think that if the United States put a balloon over China, that they wouldn't react in much the same way. Take a look at what America used to be like. This is a video from Disney from 2001. Uh, this is back when uh, the uh, ESG and uh, the uh, CRT and the diversity and equity and inclusion wasn't part of the mainstream propaganda narrative and people were not being fed it. This is what Disney used to be about. And uh, this is uh, indicative of how our military used to uh, uh, to feel about the nation as well. The flag means everything to me. It means life. It means freedom. It also means unity. And it means love. You see American flags everywhere. And it just it reminds you. But it also makes you really proud. I spent my whole life pledging allegiance. And I don't think I can ever look at a flag the same way. The flag stands for us as a group of people being united and being with each other in a time of need. I saw a fire truck pass by the other day and it had an American flag on it and it was blowing in the wind. It was so amazing. Everyone just started clapping and cheering and it was really special. I had to drive cross country. We saw the flags, saw the proud to be American flashing signs on the highway. All the flags, you know, you ride down the street and it makes you feel connected like we're in this together. It's a beacon of peace and liberty All right, and justice. So, that's enough right there. I want you to get a taste of this and to see just how much the United States has changed in the last 20 years. Can you imagine Hollywood stars or even, you know, low-level celebrities talking in glowing terms about the United States in this manner? And they want to call us right-wing extremists because we care about our nation. We care about What's happening here? We care about the future. We want to make sure that this is a nation that will exist for children in the future. But we are a nation that has been co-opted by China. Now, I see a lot of people saying, oh, this is just a distraction. Why are we even talking about this? Personally, I think that there is another way you can look at it. Uh, I think that the failures of the United States military, the weakness of the current administration, have been put on full blast 
So the entirety of the United States of America can look and say, what the hell is going on? We, we went we went from caring about the borders. We went from caring about national security. We went from the United States exporting democracy to all of these nations all over the world, you know, building up our military and, uh, you know, really being a force to be reckoned with to essentially being the same as a, a neutered golden retriever, uh, you know, putting up that much fight. The robber comes in and the dog just starts licking its hand. You know, he wants a treat and that's all he cares about. So is it a distraction or is it an intentional blow up of the United States and our current military's absolute weakness and capitulation to China? Uh, I, I think that uh, it's uh, it's a fair argument to be made that this could strengthen our position and our need to continue to raise awareness about just how far gone this nation has gone and that we need to turn things around. It has to be changed. So uh, China is not happy about the fact that their balloon got shot down. But again, if this would have happened in any other nation, they would have been just as upset about it as us. I think that there's an argument to be made that they would have acted in a quicker fashion. So. This balloon was found to have included explosives so that it could detonate itself. And as I said, it also had sophisticated spying equipment. So photographic material, uh, apparently this is a big balloon, about 200 feet tall, had a payload the size of a jetliner. And they're saying that by delaying it, it afforded us a terrific opportunity to gain a better understanding to what the capabilities of this balloon could do. Um, maybe, maybe that's possible. All right. But I think that the scientists and the brain trust in the United States government should be intelligent enough to be able to figure that out if we shot it down over Montana uh, and got it as soon as we learned of what was going on. Now, one of the narratives that I think is a cover up and is a distraction uh, is the Word that we're getting from the Biden regime that this is not the first time a spy balloon has crossed the United States, that it apparently happened under the Trump administration. And we'll get to refutations of that, too. Don't worry. I'm not saying that that ever happened. Um, but when Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about it, she buckled under pressure. Now, if this is the official statement coming from the government and Corinne Jean-Pierre is the mouthpiece of the Biden White House, you would think that she would know. Let's take a listen. And of course, I got to. Wow, why is Twitter sucking? Stop. Well, that's a bummer. All right, so here we go. First Chinese balloon that the U.S. identified flying over U.S. airspace under this administration? Um, so what I can say is that um, we have talked about uh, the China's and uh, China's balloon program. Uh, 
we have um, uh, generally on this, uh, the Chinese surveillance balloons program uh, has been around for some time. We even uh, we even briefed Congress this past August. Uh, so I don't have any specific on any other balloon during this uh, during uh, during this president's administration. First Chinese balloon. Okay, so Corinne Jean-Pierre doesn't know if it's the first to happen now, but the word that we've gotten from the administration would lead us to believe that it has happened a number of times. Now, personally, I think that Biden's admin coming out and saying, oh, this happened under Trump, it's not the first time, uh, that is a story that is meant to weaken the impact of what we're seeing right now and also to place blame on President Trump in any way that they can. Basically saying, well, Trump didn't shoot it down. We chose not to shoot it down. So everything is OK. However, uh, uh, Ratcliffe has come forward to say that it's absolutely not true. There were no Chinese spy balloons over the continental U.S. during those Trump years. The media lied and representatives from the Pentagon lied. Now, if anyone would know whether or not this had been occurring under President Trump, it would certainly be the director of national intelligence, which, of course, was John Ratcliffe. Now, um, with uh, uh, Rick Grinnell also, he didn't know. He had never heard about it. Uh, nobody in the Trump administration had heard about it. Uh, Mark Esper has refuted it as well. Mike Pompeo refuted it. Uh, anybody who would have knowledge has said absolutely this didn't happen. So I, I think that the Biden regime trying to use that as an excuse, that right there is a misdirect. And also, when you've got John Bolton coming out, uh, John Bolton, who, you know, he's a notorious deep stater. Uh, when he comes out and says this is a lie, this isn't happening, well, you know, you got a real problem. Um, he said, you know, definitely didn't happen. But if the Pentagon didn't tell President Trump about these balloons, well, that would be a huge problem. Now, we've already heard about Joe Biden's initial response. He apparently he said shoot it down and the Pentagon said, no, no, sir, we're going to wait. Uh, well, guess what? You know, there's a command and control structure. The president of the United States is supposed to be the commander in chief. You know, you give an order and your subordinates follow it. So it begs the question, is Joe Biden really the president of the United States? Who is driving this ship? Who's actually in control of it here? Uh, let's uh, take a look at this claim also from uh, apparently General James Mattis. Uh, Representative Waltz, he says that the DOD told him that the China spy balloons did cross during the Trump years, but that General Mattis held it back from the president because he thought he was too aggressive. Well, James Mattis, nobody actually elected you president, so that shouldn't have been a decision that you would have had the ability to make. But again, I call into question whether or not this happened at all. I personally don't trust General Mattis. Uh, <clears throat> so whatever he's saying, I, I think that he's willing to do whatever the administration currently wants him to do or say. But Waltz went on uh, Stuart Varney's program earlier today on Fox Business, and he said that Pentagon officials had briefed him over the weekend and said that the Chinese spy balloons crossed over Texas and Florida during the Trump years. Now, considering how many people saw this thing in the sky, guys, uh, I would imagine that if this had been true, then we would have had a lot of people in Texas and Florida taking pictures, taking videos. They would have seen it as well. You know, we got people basically scouring the skies 24 hours a day, looking for unidentified aircraft, looking for experimental aircraft. And certainly now people are going to be looking for these balloons. 
So I, I, I just I think that this is a lie right here. This is fake news coming from General Mattis. Uh, he must have some I guess he must have a, a favor that he owed to the Biden regime. And currently the current Pentagon leadership, it, it owes everything that it has to Joe Biden. They're willing to do and say whatever. Now, <clears throat> the one thing that I am worried about is the conversation about this balloon overtaking any possible conversation that might be had about the Biden crime family and the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, if that happens, that's a real problem, because although this is a major national security lapse and this is a major lapse in, in judgment on behalf of the admin, <clears throat> it's certainly not the most important thing that's happened in the last four years. It's kind of taken over the national uh, consciousness, a zeitgeist of sorts. Uh, but the Republican leadership in the House is saying that they're going to probe this uh, as uh, uh, part of their investigation. I am perfectly comfortable with them probing the intelligence and uh, military failures of the Biden regime, but they just can't let it take over uh, from what they're going to be looking into with these other committees. Now, there is no shortage of committees. So I don't think that that's going to happen, but I, I just want to put it on people's radar, something to, to pay attention to, to understand whether or not this is going to be used as an excuse uh, to not pay attention to other things. I will tell you, uh, there was uh, something interesting that came across my desk yesterday from Paul Sperry. Uh, Paul Sperry recently, of course, he, he does a lot of commentary on uh, the situation with the Biden crime family, situation with Hunter Biden. Apparently, the Biden family, on like the same day that Hunter received uh, a legal representation, <clears throat> they took out a $250,000 home equity line of credit on that uh, Delaware beach house where they currently reside. And, of course, the Bidens being directly involved with the legal representation of their son, Hunter, who they weren't even supposed to be having conversations with. And, of course, Joe Biden is the president in quotation marks. Uh, he needs to be as far away from this as possible. But if he's not as far away from this as possible, then he needs the press to not talk about how close he is to it. So there is a possibility that they allowed this to drag out because it was better to have an intelligence military failure on their hands than it was for the mainstream and even the alternative media to be drawing more attention to the crimes of the Biden family. Uh, certainly, it's a big story any other way. Uh, you know, uh, um. Steve Bannon, pardon me, God, I completely blanked on his name. Steve Bannon, uh, he is going hard on Joe Biden. He he called Joe Biden a traitor, saying that this was his Sputnik moment. Uh, again, certainly it is a failure, but I, I don't think this is anything new. We're not learning anything new. Joe Biden is more than happy to allow the Chinese to, to take root here in America. He's more than willing to sell out the nation. And there are plenty of administrators in the federal government. There are plenty of elected officials in the federal government who are just fine doing that. I mean, you take a look at all of the failures 
related to China since Joe Biden came into power. You know, obviously the immigration uh, debacle, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, the uh, situation with the fentanyl at the border, uh, there are probably a number of dangerous and deadly things that the Chinese are importing into the United States, and Joe Biden is just completely allowing it to happen. Listen, guys, we've got to take a break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back after this. All right, welcome back, and Foxhole coming back online. This is another interesting thing that could potentially be a reason for this story taking on such a national profile and for the administration to have allowed it to kind of play out the way that it did. I'm sure you guys remember the secret Chinese Communist Party police outposts that we discussed here on the channel several months ago. Well, apparently, uh, one of them was actually raided in New York. It was closed down by the FBI. And I think that's pretty big news. Now, it didn't just happen this past week, but it was finally reported in the midst of this Chinese spy balloon. So if you go online and you try to search for anything related to China right now, you're going to, you're going to only come across information about that spy balloon. It's going to be more difficult to discuss and to find information about these secret Chinese police stations that were designed to persecute people of Chinese origin here in the United States who were speaking poorly about the Chinese Communist Party. This was an organization called the American Chang Li Association. It was in Manhattan and it was raided last fall. It happened months ago. There was the leader of the organization, Jimmy Liu. Uh, he was questioned uh, about a suspected office on the third floor of a building. And the Daily Mail reported that uh, this was located in a nondescript building. It had an, actu- uh, an acupuncturist, an engineering firm, and an accounting firm. And then it had these illegal cops that were working there. Uh, these were Chinese people. They were from the Chinese Communist Party coming to the United States of America, and their sole purpose was to make sure that Chinese citizens or people of Chinese descent didn't speak poorly about the Chinese Communist Party. So uh, I think that uh, perhaps this is a bad look to China getting raided by the FBI. And they might have been waiting for this information to come out uh, about the balloon to finally drop the stories. Now, the FBI has confirmed that what they called an overseas police station in New York has been closed down. uh, And they said publicly, we continue to be concerned about the People's Republic of China's transnational repression efforts around the world and are also coordinating with allies and partners on this issue. Now, is this the only Chinese secret police force station here in the United States? Uh, are they continuing to operate them in other areas? They say that we are aware of reports regarding alleged PRC overseas police stations, and they take this seriously. Uh, obviously, the Chinese Communist Party is operating these police stations without the approval of the United States government. They have no sovereignty or jurisdiction here in the United States uh, if they're here on a visa or they're here uh, visiting uh, in some other fashion. They're on paper in some way. They don't have any legal right to act in a police capacity. So uh, I think that there's a distinct possibility that the reporting on this story at the same time that the Chinese balloon is being reported, I think those two things can obviously be linked. So there's a couple of different reasons and opportunities for this story to be a smokescreen for something else. But 
I think that it does not belie the importance of it at its core. Uh, there are plenty of times, in my opinion, where something can be used as a distraction, uh, and it has a, a certain relevance all its own. So, all right. Uh, and continuing on, uh, I thought that this was a funny story. I've got a couple of, uh, of, of interesting and, um, and, and actually uh, heartwarming stories to discuss next. A brand new study has shown that ugly people are more likely to continue wearing COVID masks. This is uh, one of those things that I could have told you myself without spending the money on the story. Think about it. I think all of us have seen people uh, who continue to wear masks and, uh, you know, maybe they got to pull it down uh, because they have to take a bite or something like that. And their grill is all messed up or I don't know, maybe something is wrong with them, basically. Um, you know, but this is the best possible reason why people would continue to wear masks, in my opinion, because we know they don't work. We know that there is no science behind the wearing of masks. However, a study from Seoul, North Korea, excuse me, South Korea, Seoul National University in South Korea has found that specifically young and middle-aged Americans who view themselves as attractive believe wearing a mask hinders the opportunities to deliver a favorable impression to others. And overall, we have a novel finding that self-perceived attractiveness has significant effects on mask wearing intention via mask attractiveness belief in the post-pandemic world of COVID-19. I think that anybody who's wearing a mask, uh, they, they, they are hiding something on some level. And you guys probably can think uh, in your own life you have uh, actually witnessed this play out directly. Now, some good news coming out of Japan regarding COVID. Uh, actually, here in America, Pfizer, or, or no, I'm sorry, it wasn't America. It, it was another nation. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't remember it off the top of my head. But Pfizer has been fined for statements made by their CEO, Albert, Albert Borla, about the effectiveness of the COVID vaccines and uh, their likelihood of being used in uh, children. Okay. Basically, he was talking up the COVID vaccines and telling people that, you know, kids should be getting it. Well, it, it hadn't been approved yet. And even once it was approved, I, I don't think that it was safe for kids to use. That's my own personal opinion. I have some work going on at the house, guys. So if you hear um, grinding, then that's what that is. So hopefully it isn't too loud. But in Japan, researchers, I believe these are scientists, have filed a lawsuit against the Japanese government for covering up the side effects of these COVID-19 vaccines, which to me, this is a, a really good thing. Because obviously, not only did the government do this, but the vaccine manufacturers themselves, they covered up the linkage between COVID vaccine side effects and deaths. They actually put on a press conference uh, stating their intention to sue the Japanese government uh, if the health ministry refuses to acknowledge the causal link between vaccine and deaths. Now, I want to point out these are not deranged conspiracy theorists. These these are, are not fringe people. Uh, these are people with credentials who are going to bat for the people of Japan. So for any of you out there who watch the show and say that I'm just, you know, a vaccine skeptic and that there's no link between heart attacks or myocarditis or pericarditis or blood clots or any of these things, you know, you can find this out for yourself eventually. I don't want anybody to die. I don't want anybody to have an adverse event. Uh, but for many of you, unfortunately, it won't be until you discover this in your own life from a personal perspective will you recognize that these things exist. I know correlation does not equal causation. 
But there is enough evidence to show that we at least need to take a closer look at it. And for me personally, it is not a good thing. Uh, I'm not willing to get jabbed. I'm not willing to take that that chance. And uh, Japan is one of those societies where they kind of do whatever the authority figures tell them to do. So the government and the vaccine manufacturers telling the citizens of Japan that this was a safe and effective vaccine, that you would not have any side effects. They believed their government. And the same thing happened here in America. People were taken advantage of. Their trusting nature was taken advantage of. And they were lied to. The United States government, in my opinion, and our health agencies and the vaccine manufacturers, they all lied to us. Now, from that press conference, around April of last year, the pathology and forensics societies have already issued a statement that in the future, an autopsy should be done on people who have died after vaccination. This is Professor Fukushima, one of the people on the lawsuit. In the future, we need to urgently establish guidelines of what kinds of medical treatment should be provided for victims injured by vaccines, and we need to develop diagnostic techniques. This is an extremely important aspect of this. You know, for someone like me and for someone like many of you out there in the audience, trying to raise awareness about even the possibility of adverse events as a result of getting the vaccine, when you when you deny that these events are noteworthy or that they happen at all, you are denying all of those people who are experiencing those adverse events the right to receive treatment. You are essentially denying someone the right to health, happiness and well-being. Because if we cannot be honest with ourselves and say that there is a distinct possibility that stroke, blood clot, heart attacks, these are all linked to the vaccine, well, then we're never going to solve them. And we're just going to have people dropping dead all across the nation. This is terrible. It has affected so many people, so many good people who thought they were doing the right thing, who felt that they were doing their part. And instead, they end up with a massive stroke or their half their face is paralyzed or they can't walk anymore. And if we don't address it, then people are just going to continue being sick and suffering in silence. So uh, we demand the health ministry provides appropriate victim compensation based on the vaccination law. In other words, the victim is compensated based on the vaccination law that is properly stipulated by vaccine by Japanese law. So apparently in Japan, they have a methodology for already dealing with this. You know, we have our own uh, vaccine injury fund. Uh, but as far as I know, they are not giving people money from that thing from uh, the covid-19 vaccines. What's going to happen here is if they can if they can actually prove this on a nation on a national level if Japan admits that there's a causal relationship between the vaccines and the side effects that we're seeing that will be huge for the vaccine injured community all across the world not just in Japan. Uh and perhaps the people out there who don't want to admit maybe because they got jabbed and nothing happened to them yet Okay, you got a lot of time left or maybe you don't. You know, that's the thing. Uh, It is a very real possibility and it's a reality for a lot of people. There are so many people who are injured as a result of this. And uh, right now, those people are essentially left in the lurch. They have no hope. They have uh, no recompense. They have no ability to care for themselves. You know, think about how many people now are going to be 
uh, permanently disabled as a result of this? How many people can't go back to work? How many people can't take care of their kids? It's absolutely horrific. Uh, why are people saying that they stand with Thailand? Is there some news about Thailand that uh, I'm not aware of? Thai King is pissed. Switzerland, the AG, is prosecuting the president. Well, that's very interesting. Is that that's over the vaccine? Um, Hang on. I'm going back through the chat here. Mm, All right. So I am not seeing anything specific. You guys, if you if you can let me know, I'm, I'm interested to know. Uh, now, the next story, I'm certain that you have probably heard about it on, uh, on online today, but you probably haven't seen the video. You know, I, I don't watch the Grammys. It's never been something that was on my list or, you know, the thing that I waited for. I know that, you know, maybe some of you out there did because maybe you were a musician or, or you know, you cared about that stuff. But probably now you're not caring about it. Anyways, the the last night, the Grammys was, of course, brought to you by Pfizer, and there was a demented, satanic number that was presented by this guy named Sam, Sam Smith, was it? Sam Smith? And a, and a transgender singer named Kim Petras. Um, the whole story is about a father abandoning his children to become a woman uh, at uh, essentially going through surgical procedures. Mummy don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. That unholy aspect was on full display. This guy, Sam Smith, did uh, the uh, uh, the 666 symbol. It was very clear. That's what he was trying to get across. He wasn't doing the OK symbol. He made sure, please don't screen cap that, he made sure to do that. Uh, and uh, and to make it known that he was talking about Satan. He was bathed in red. It was very, oh, here it is. He was bathed in red. He had devil horns on his top hat. Uh, The trans singer was in a cage. uh, So, you know, like, I don't know, some slavery motif. And and, and the lyrics uh, were talking about doing this unholy thing, destroying the body that God made for you. And uh, giving into this hedonistic lifestyle that the the left and the the insane people in the entertainment world are trying to push on us. Uh, okay, I will check that out. Truck three sixty five uh, SGT yesterday about him about the AG being sued by the president of Switzerland. Yeah, I, I definitely. Hang on, let me actually do a search for that real quick. Uh, I'll be happy to check it out. Let's see. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, natural NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Uh, oh, no. That's totally not what I meant to. Okay. Switzerland AG suing president. Let's take a look. Pascal Najati, an international banker who filed criminal charges against the president of Switzerland. So it's saying he's an international banker. Revelations of Pascal Najati, whose father Hussein, together with Klaus Schwab, founded the World Economic Forum. Okay. Pascal's father left the project in the 80s when he saw Klaus Schwab becoming a dictator. He considers Agenda 2030 the greatest threat to democracy and national sovereignty. That is rather interesting. Let's take a listen to the audio. And your father being a, one of the founders mm-hmm. of World Economic Forum. Yes, my father got together with Klaus. Oh, wait, is that the, is that the woman who tried to speak to Klaus Schwab outside of the, the WEF meeting recently? I think that might be her. Her voice sounds familiar. Schwab in the late, well, mid-70s. At that time, the forum was not called World Economic Forum. It was the um, European Management Forum, I believe. Yeah. Yes. EMF. Modest format, maybe 50, 70 people, no bodyguards, no police. No media, no guests, just the gentlemen together sharing information, how they could learn from each other to apply new ideas regarding building their countries. Mm. It was a good thing. However, my father was not very happy with Karl Schwab in the earth. I just want to say... Um 
what he just said there, the the original intentions of the World Economic Forum betray the current intentions. So if we see someone who is a former WEF attendee or uh, somebody who perhaps was involved with this at the beginning, they might not necessarily be a bad person. I know that there is a tendency whenever you see WEF attached to anybody's name, we automatically just default to the idea that they must be deep state or they must be some horrible person. But as he's saying, his father uh, founding it with Klaus Schwab, I mean, this was about something else entirely. Let's continue. The 80s, um, I don't know the real reasons, but he decided to step away from this organization. My father told me that uh, he didn't like the way Klaus Schwab changed. Oh, so he has changed? Yes. Oh, from what to what? From an active, friendly, caring, gathering, uh, rassembler, bring people together yes. person, to a dominant person, uh. giving uh, a dictate. Wow. Oh. You understand? Yes. It's yes. different. Yes, very different. Mm. In, I think, 1987, uh, Klaus Schwab decided to change the name from EMF to WEF, World Economic Forum. Oh. The format became much bigger. It had paying guests, attendees, and it grew to that big forum that you know in Davos now, the W, the, the World Economic Forum. And as you know, on the website, everybody can go and see there is Agenda 2030. Agenda 2030 is real. And it's great to see this gentleman whose father apparently founded the original organization that has become the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab. Uh, but uh, but yeah, fascinating stuff. I had no idea about that. I remember the EMF being talked about when I was a child, uh, at, you know, just in politics and political circles and stuff, uh, thinking about what was happening in the world. But uh, very interesting. Okay, so Pascal filed the charges against the president of Switzerland, who also serves as the health minister of Switzerland, for his handling of the COVID crisis and the criminal push for what turned out to be unsafe and ineffective injections, of which Pascal himself had received three doses back when he complied. Wow. All right. So this is somebody who actually bought into the entire narrative from the very beginning. And now he has had a change of heart. Uh, so it looks like he's actually putting himself into uh, quite a bit of danger there. Uh, he is a retired international banker in Switzerland who has filed the charges against the president of Switzerland. Fascinating stuff. This is definitely going to be a story that I will continue to follow, guys. Uh, yes, I will definitely watch uh, SGT Reports show from yesterday. Uh, to get the information about uh, what's happening in Thailand. Uh, definitely. All right. So back to this, back to this uh, disgusting display. Uh, it was just so blatant. It was so blatant. And then there's also Madonna. Did you see Madonna? She looks absolutely unrecognizable. Um, and she was kind of dressed up like uh, like a satanic ram. Uh, hang on. Let me let me show you guys this Madonna, the Grammys. I don't know what's going on with her. I mean, uh, <laughs> oh, I could barely recognize. 
<laughs> the Grammys. Oh, God. Oh, look at her. Just okay. So look at her. Look at her face. Like she's just got so much filler and I don't even know what's going on. But she's got these like uh, the, these 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 curly cues on the side. And she looks like a, 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 an unrecognizable person. Like she has been completely just destroyed by plastic surgery. Alien freak. <laughs> Madonna gets blasted. And the woman's like 64 years old. Here we go. Yes, coincidence. Oh, she looks like the new pagan statue in New York City, which to me is reminiscent of those ram's horns that you will so often see when uh, a satanic goat head is depicted along with, uh, with, with you know, all the other stuff. Oh, God, here she is. 64 years old, and she's out there with a riding crop, and she's posting pictures of herself in her underwear. Like, you know, I, I the the other day I talked about her uh, human trafficking investigation taking place in Malawi. She has been accused of running a human trafficking and a grooming organization. Uh, right after that story, she deleted everything on her Instagram and all of her uh, uh, public social media profiles. So... I think that she was probably trying to cover up some things because uh, I would imagine that with everything that she puts out there, that would be the the place that they would go first, you know, like go to the source get all the information you can about her. Um, this is the the same people who did that satanic number there. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to I guess I'm not going to show you a clip of it. <laughs> oh, but Madonna, she is. She she seems to me to be somebody who is desperately seeking Susan. No, desperately looking for attention. Uh, she's an older woman. She's certainly not, you know, producing music that people are looking at. You know, Madonna is basically uh, has been at this point. And the only reason that anybody talks about her is because she does all kinds of weird stuff. <laughs> people are bad. <laughs> oh, Madonna at the grave. I don't even know who this dude is, but that's a good one. Oh, there she is. She she just doesn't even look human. You know, she looks like an alien. Oh my gosh. It's uh, it's skeleton. She is. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Saw? <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, pure evil is trending. I wonder what that's about. Let's check that out. Oh, yeah. Remember this? Remember this? Refusers. I'm not talking about, well, hesitance, the solution. Every study published in the last five years, when you look at vaccine refusers, I'm not talking about, well, hesitance, most of them we can talk into coming to terms, but refusers. We'll just get rid of all the whites in the United States because... Houston is the most diverse city in the entire United States. There are seven Asian languages spoken. The solution. Get rid of the whites so that everybody will get the jab. Let me show you this. This should surprise no one either. Another study done on uh, discrimination against people who are unvaccinated. Um, Apparently, uh, all over the world, almost universally, Vaccinated people discriminate against unvaccinated people, but 
the unvaccinated do not feel animosity towards the vaccinated. I think that even here in the United States, I mean, we we feel bad for these people. We pity them. You know, we we empathize with them because they didn't wake up sooner. And I know that there are some of you out there tonight who are are in that boat. I mean, you thought that you had to get vaccinated. And I you know, I I meant to say this earlier in the show. Um, and I don't know if this is the same Sammy the Squirrel that I've seen in the chat before, but on Twitter yesterday, someone named Sammy the Squirrel. Sammy, if this is you and you're watching me here or you're on Badlands, um, his 19-year-old daughter died of a heart attack, I believe either late Saturday or early Sunday, 19 years old, okay? She was a healthy young woman, and she was vaccinated. He begged with, begged her, pleaded with her to not take the jab, but she felt that she had to do it for work, and now she's gone. She's gone. And you can't tell me anybody out there who is a proponent of the vaccine. You can't tell me that there's a logical reason for that. You can't say she just got myocarditis from the flu vaccine. Okay, you can't say that it's normal that she had a heart attack at the age of 19. Okay, this is not normal. I'm 45 years old. It's the same Sammy. Oh, God. It's horrible. I feel so bad for him. He said that he was considering suicide himself. Sammy, you know, I, I I want you to know how much support you have out here in the truth community. All right. People love you and the world needs you. The loss of your daughter is tragic and nothing can bring her back. No words can heal your pain. No words can make this better for you. But God puts us in situations for a reason. And as horrible as it might be to imagine that there is a plan behind the tragedy that we go through, I think that's the only way that we can see it so that we can deal with it and we can process what we're going through. You must stay alive. You must remain here to become a beacon of light, of hope, and of information, shining a spotlight on what these bastards did to put your daughter in the ground. It's their fault, okay? You did everything that you could. You did everything that you could, all right? And for whatever reason, she chose to believe them. She did what she felt she needed to do. And I think that we cannot allow ourselves to get drawn down and and, and weighed down by this terrible, terrible, horrible stuff that we're seeing around us. Anybody who has been a victim of vaccine injury, anybody who has family who is a victim of vaccine injury, no matter how horrible, no matter whether it's from uh, a blood clot up to and including death, you have to be a beacon in the night. You have to be a giant source of information as loud and proud as you possibly can to warn as many people as you possibly can. All right. And you need to understand that most of those people are not going to listen to you. All right. But there's going to come a time where Pfizer, where Johnson and Johnson, where Moderna, they're going to have to answer for their crimes. And we're going to need people like you, the family of those left behind from the vaccine injuries. We need you because you're going to have to testify against these people. Your family's members sacrifice is going to have to be told. You're going to have to let these people know. Sammy, I am so sorry for your loss. There is nothing that can make this better. But 
we can't lose you too. All right, you need to remain here on earth. God has a plan for you. And there will become a time where you will need to be called upon to tell your story, to tell your daughter's story. All of us are going to have to be there at some point. All right, and there is nothing normal about a 19-year-old girl suffering a heart attack. There's absolutely nothing normal about it. And I'm not going to be gaslit into believing that this is something that we've seen before because we've never seen this before. I have never woken up to so many stories every single day of young, healthy people having heart attacks out of nowhere. Okay, I have done some terrible things to my body. I have been in car accidents. You know, I've probably been this close to a heart attack on a number of occasions, but I continued to survive. All right. And if somebody else, a young person with nothing wrong with them, just suddenly has a heart attack, you're not going to tell me that that's not due to something they put in their bodies. All right. And there aren't a lot of things that you can just put in your body with the uh, you know exception of these vaccines that has a known propensity to cause heart attack, myocarditis, pericarditis, stroke, blood clots, Bell's palsy, whatever it might be. Anyway, Sammy, I, I wanted to make sure that I, I, I mentioned that because we need you and I want everybody to keep Sammy in your prayers. If you see Sammy in any of these chats, if you see him on Twitter, please send him a note. Let him know that you're thinking about him because obviously he needs support right now. All right. <clears throat> but getting back to this, you know, I, I don't care about people who take the vax. All right. People who I care about people having informed consent. But at the end of the day. It's your choice. You get to choose what you do with your body. And the people who are most vocal about trying to get us to take the vax, they're the ones that uh, that that I'm speaking to when I'm talking about this. Okay, I hope that none of you ever find yourselves in a position where you feel you have to take it because I think it's a gamble. But the people who have taken it and like this person in the chat, five shots going on six. Good for you, I guess. You know, I mean, I'm not going to applaud you for that. Uh, That's your that's your prerogative. You did that and you wanted to do it. Well, it's just like that. It's my prerogative to not take the vaccine. I'm not going to take the vaccine and I'll probably live longer than you. And I'm sorry for the people who didn't get this information sooner. It's like that article I read last week, you know, about blaming the unvaccinated. I don't know if that's real or not, but it sure felt pretty real. And I couldn't find anything on that website to indicate that it was parody or satire. But in the same way that those people who have taken the jab and had taken their boosters and, you know, believe that they're at some like moral high ground over and above us, those are the same people who are out there actively advocating uh, against us getting medical care, who believe that we shouldn't have access to the same services or the same areas publicly. It's like when you take a look at uh, Nancy Pelosi's garden party the other day, where her and all of her friends are not wearing masks, but then the help is wearing masks. The people who are bringing out their food and stuff, uh, it's, it's because they want us to submit to their power. Like, F that. I w- you will never find me wearing a mask in front of Nancy Pelosi. But this survey was done across nations all over the world, and they found that many vaccinated people would not want their close relatives to marry someone who was not vaccinated. Uh, and they also tended to perceive people like us who are unvaccinated as incompetent or less intelligent. 
Okay. <laughs> you can believe that if you'd like. But I tend to believe that overall that is not a true thing to believe. Uh, also, some vaccinated people felt that unvaccinated people should face restrictions on their freedom of movement. Uh, we also had a lower proportion who advocated for restrictions to freedom of speech and access to U.S. citizenship and welfare benefits. They say that the vaccinated, the unvaccinated are getting a free ride, essentially, that I guess maybe the the rationale is that they took their vaccines. So that's why covid isn't like a huge thing anymore. And we just got to skate along, Uh, you know, that obviously that's ignoring a lot of science about uh, natural immunity and such as that. Yeah, I'm running Patriot. I I couldn't believe it, too. I mean, I don't even know why they're showing up here. But the name five shots going on six. Wait until you see it. Wait until you see them. They'll they'll be here at some point. But, you know, and. At the, at the end of the day, for me, it's a personal decision. We have the right and the freedom to make personal decisions about our own health care. So if you're a person who got vaccinated, you know, that that's your prerogative. You know, I'm not going to discriminate against you. You know, I might try to talk to you about it and try to reason with you, show you why it's a good idea to not get more of them. But I'm not going to discriminate against you. And I don't think that your rights should be infringed as a result of that. Uh, I do think that there is a possibility for those people to get me sick because I've felt it and I've seen it in my own life. But I'm not going to discriminate against you. I I get sick and I get better. And that's more natural immunity for me. And I'm good with that. But those people seem to hate us. And maybe there is some level of understanding at the heart of it that we are not going to have the same adverse effects and that uh, and they believe that we should be going through it in the exact same way that they did. But I don't know. Uh, Okay, so let me also announce here that I'm going to be interviewing in a couple of weeks, Dr. Andrew Huff. I'm very excited about this. I've been uh, following Andrew's work for a long time since before he was doing any interviews. Uh, I know that he's done a couple here with uh, the Gateway Pundit. I know that he's done a number of Twitter spaces, but I'm finally going to be able to interview him myself here on this channel. Now, what's interesting, and I can't wait to get Andrew's thoughts on this, um, there was a Twitter spaces that I heard him on, and it sounded like he was skeptical about the idea of these uh, U.S.-funded and operated biological weapons facilities in uh, Ukraine. Uh, but here, uh, he is definitely talking about uh, EcoHealth Alliance, where he previously worked with Peter Daszak, uh, and their funding, along with Hunter Biden and Metabiota, about these biolabs and how there is funding coming from the Central Intelligence Agency. Uh, one of the first claims that Andrew made was that um, Peter Daszak was an asset for the CIA. Now, the really interesting thing about his book is that Andrew Huff has uh, credentials, okay, real credentials, and the United States government attempted to come after him when he was in the process of disclosing this stuff. If you take a look at his Twitter threads, his Twitter profile, uh, he's definitely had some really hairy run-ins with agents of the federal government, and he's lucky to be alive, but he's a trooper, uh, he is a veteran, and he's very, very intelligent. So his book is called The Truth About Wuhan. How I Uncovered the Biggest Lie in History. He definitely believes and has the sauce on the fact that this was a man-made virus in the lab. It was published by Simon & Schuster, which I find uh, very interesting because Simon & Schuster is a big imprint. So for the fact that 
Andrew was able to get it published at such uh, like, you know, one of the first rate publishing houses, I think that is is pretty incredible right there. Um, but let's take a look here. So uh, in September, Andrew first sent out a report on the origin of SARS-CoV-2 uh, to the U.S. Senate and to Congress. Now, he provided the proof at that time that co- that the COVID virus that apparently was listed as killing millions uh, and resulting in mass starvation and global economic shutdown was definitely created at that lab in Wuhan, China. In an interview with the Gateway Pundit, uh, he said that the U.S. government is trying to cover up that fact because Dr. Fauci and the United States government were funding the gain-of-function research that was illegal at that time in the United States. So if it comes out fully, if people start understanding that this was a biological weapon made in a laboratory paid for by the U.S. government, directed by Anthony Fauci and people like Peter Daszak, well, obviously that is uh, a big Big no-no. They don't want that to happen. And when you throw in the CIA, the Biden crime family, Metabiota, Hunter Biden, it gets even more twisted. So Andrew Huff told the Gateway Pundit that EcoHealth and Metabiota together were both funded by the CIA's venture capital firm InQtel. InQtel, I have spoken about here on the channel on a number of occasions because uh, they are essentially, hold on, I just messed that up. Uh, it's essentially a covert method by which the CIA uh, can uh, essentially fund technology startups and different passion projects that they don't want to directly be involved in. Um, and you can take a look here and take a look at some of the organizations that InQtel has funded uh, in the past. Uh, Facebook being one of them. Uh, also, uh, Google and uh, a lot of the, the technology inside Google. Uh, Google Earth started out as a program by InQtel called Keyhole. This was back in the early 2000s. Uh, they had a $28 million budget to develop this. Uh, the CIA uh, was involved as well with tens of millions of dollars. And then they just transferred that technology right over to Google. Uh, and uh, the the uh, the list goes on and on. Uh, there is a lot of different organizations and individuals that you can find that InQtel was directly involved with. It, And basically, again, it is the CIA's venture capital firm that they can use to funnel money into projects that they want to directly develop, but develop outside of the hands of the CIA. Salty Zero says, uh, my mother took the shot. She is not communist. She was scared and was not listening. Now she is listening. I hope that she's okay. And I want everybody to remember that when uh, when we talk about these subjects. Because like I said earlier, I know that there are people here who felt they had to take the shot. And I hope that uh, nobody else out there ever finds themselves in a position where they're being told that they have to take a a medical treatment that is ineffective and that might hurt them. uh, Or they're going to lose their home or they're going to lose their family or they're going to lose their job. You know, my heart goes out to all of you who felt that you needed to do this. And to those of you who did take it and are okay now... Thank God. God bless you. Uh, Hopefully, you're going to continue to be okay. Uh, In along the lines of that, uh, I actually have been asked on a number of occasions, uh, you know, what should you do if you're going to detox yourself from 
the shot, uh, or perhaps uh, if you find yourself being sick all the time with COVID-like symptoms. And the Gateway Pundit actually published this over the weekend. This is a spike protein detox by the World Council for Health. Now, it stands to reason that since the COVID shot, once it's uh, injected into you, it creates those spike proteins. This same type of detox might work for recipients of the vax as well. There are other ingredients in those shots that we know of and others that we don't know of uh, that I think are going to be a little bit more difficult to get out of your body. Um, but I, I thought that I, I should report this to you guys. And if you find yourself in this type of scenario, then perhaps you can use this and it can make you feel better. Uh, so the World Council for Health brings to the table the world's best health advocates, doctors, innovators, and activists fighting to achieve good health for all. We work collaboratively with 170 or more organizations in 40 countries to advance public health knowledge and sense-making. Together, we take action to defend health freedom and promote healthy lifestyles. So, uh, in this article, they discuss a way for you to detox yourself from it. They uh, give you a definition and uh, understanding of what it is. Um, They think that everybody should do this. I honestly, if you've ever been sick with this stuff or you felt that you were sick with it, uh, then I think that it's a good idea for you to go ahead and um, uh, get this taken care of. Uh, we also do have post-injection guide. I'll open up that next. So the spike protein has specifically been linked to a lot of nasty things, the blood clots, uh, brain fog that a lot of people get. Uh, the different types of pneumonias that people are developing, and also myocarditis itself. So if you get the jab and you have spike protein factories running inside your body 24 hours a day, highly likely that any of those things can go ahead and happen. So these are the essentials for this detox, guys. Uh, first of all, vitamin D, vitamin C, NAC, ivermectin, nigella seed, quercetin, zinc, magnesium, curcumin, and milk thistle extract. And then uh, Dr. Zelenko uh, had uh, his own guide for the detox. And uh, there are uh, 10 additional detox guides that you can find as well through uh, the uh, the website for the World Health. And I'm sorry, I forgot the last name, World Health something. Anyways, so there's actually a new product specifically for detoxification that has come out from Dr. Zelenko. And let me actually just share the link to Dr. Zelenko's website. I know he's passed away, but uh, the company continues on and they have specifically put together this detox product to help you if you find yourself in a bad way as a result of it. Uh, where is my, yeah, here we go. <clears throat> so here is the link. You guys, now, full disclosure, uh, because Dr. Zelenko's company uh, sponsors the show, if you purchase from that link, then there will be a small commission that gets paid to the program. Uh, this is something that you can do that will protect you and make you healthier. Any of the products that you buy from Dr. Zelenko's website, if you do it through that link and you use my code RP78, uh, then you will get a discount yourself and you will be benefiting the program. So let's take a look at this practical approach to keeping yourself healthy after your COVID-19 jab. So obviously, if you don't feel well, uh, you should probably talk to your doctor. 
Uh, and if your doctor doesn't want to listen, then you should find a doctor that will listen. Uh, also, there is the wellness company, <clears throat> which is another way for you to get health care outside of a traditional doctor-patient relationship. Dr. Zelenko was absolutely a saint. Uh, we lost a very important person when we lost him. That's the link to the wellness company, and you can use code RP78 there as well. Uh, but you can do telemedicine, face-to-face uh, doctor visits with doctors that are liberty-minded, and they will not try to uh, make you take any medications that you don't want to. So in this uh, this VAX guide here, uh, they talk about <clears throat> treatments for the low-end side effects, obviously just your general painkillers. Um, but there are a lot of other things that could be indicators that something bad is happening, like headache, fever, joint pain, chills, uh, and they are actually calling it post-COVID-19 vaccine syndrome. You can get muscle and joint pain, gastrointestinal upset, weakness, numbness, and tingling in the extremities, intense fatigue, poor sleep, and brain fog. Uh, and then there's a whole list of other things, eight categories of this post-COVID injection syndrome. Uh, now, what can you actually do to get rid of these things? Well, here is a list of established medicines <clears throat> that you can take that will help. Uh, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C, omega-3 fatty acids, quercetin, aspirin, antihistamines, N-acetylcysteine, NAC, melatonin, uh, colcinine, uh, that would have to be a prescription from a doctor, steroids, ivermectin, mast cell stabilizers, a low histamine diet, and fluvoxamine, which is, uh, I think that's an antidepressant, if I'm not mistaken. Anyways, what I'm going to do is also drop this into the chat. So if you find yourself needing to detox from the vax, maybe this will give you a little bit of uh, uh, a starting point on where to go. I need a drink of water one moment. All right. Um, ooh, newborn babies whose moms were jabbed have black eyes. <clears throat> American Patriot, I haven't seen any jab babies. Um, do you have any pictures? Have you, like, are you working at a hospital or something? I mean, it seems like a lot of babies have black eyes when they first come out. They're fairly dark. Um, or maybe they're just blue. I guess it's been a long time since I uh, haven't uh, I haven't seen them. <clears throat> So, B Bunch says Dr. Judy Mikovits agrees with Dr. Artis. Um, You know, I I think that it's possible that the I think that it's possible the the virus itself could have been specifically genetically modified and constructed uh, to include certain peptides from snake venom. Um, it's, it's possible. I mean, everything is possible with, uh, mRNA and, uh, these gene editing possibilities that we have out here now. Um, but I think that, I, I just think it's, uh, it, it, we, we don't need to be focusing so much on the necessary fact that it's snake venom specifically, uh, but only that, uh, this is a genetically modified and man-made Bioweapon. I think that's the most important thing about it. Pupils are all black. <clears throat> all right. So some you, you guys are about to send me on a, on a rabbit hole dig here. We're going to take a look for black-eyed vaccine babies. Let's take a look. 
oh my god, oh my god, that's a baby that's definitely, oh, deformed, that poor baby, oh gosh, that's terrible. This is what breaks my heart most of all, is the children that are going to be born as a result of this. Here we go, black-eyed babies. In Mexico, children are born from vaccinated parents with, hold on, completely pitch black eyes. Even the white of their eyes is very dark. As these babies grow, they seem to be aging too fast because at three months old, they can already stand and walk. Is this an example of hybrid transhuman babies being born from parents whose DNA is altered by the shots? More research has to be done to provide answers, but it is a brand new phenomenon that only occurs with both fully vaccinated parents. Oh, my gosh. That is scary. There's another picture of that baby. Um, Wow. I mean, all we have is a picture. All we have is a picture and a claim. This is definitely something that I think needs to be looked into, but it's one of those things that I don't think we can just go around quoting quite yet. Let's take a look. Um, Yeah, close the form. All right. I mean, this is real right here. Uh, These are pictures from the vaccines themselves, self-replicating robots and structures. These look like maybe carbon nanotubes. Vaccine death report. Mm, I want to see these babies. Gosh, you know, I have to be honest. It would not surprise me if we come to find that there is a direct connection to these black-eyed babies. I will say this. I did hear very recently that babies who are born to vaccinated parents are walking way quicker than they're supposed to. Humor. Black-eyed pandemic babies. Black eyes are not natural to humans. Reports of rapid development and even being able to hold head up a few hours after birth. This could be mutation. This could be genetic manipulation that uh is a result oh god but a black-eyed child you guys remember the stories about the black-eyed kids that's like creepy pasta thank you honey appreciate it (laughs) missy mary says a waitress at a restaurant we frequent has had two healthy babies. She recently told us she was pregnant again, not long after I found out she miscarried. Pretty sure she was jabbed. Yeah, Flynn, that's why I'm saying that. I can't tell if that picture is real. You know, uh, this one is definitely not real. That is um, manipulated. But that looks like a real baby to me. That's from TikTok. Actually, let let me pull up. Let me see if I can find the video. And we'll see if we can actually see it. Um, TikTok video of black-eyed baby. Ah, fact check (laughs) from Reuters. Baby in TikTok clip was born before COVID-19 vaccinations. Why can't we see the video? Show me the video. I want to see the video. I mean, even if the baby was born, here we go, original video on TikTok. Let's see if it's still there. Yeah. 
If you don't have a pandemic baby, then you cannot sit with me. Do you understand what I mean? These new pandemic babies are built different, completely different. If I had had my last baby that I had during a pandemic first, I would be the child of one mother. I mean, I would be the mother of one child. I wouldn't have three because they built different. I'm trying to tell you, they are built different. They not like these other kids. They, they come out with an attitude. If I had had her first, I would only have one child, I'm telling you. So if you don't have a 2020 baby or a 2021 baby, you can't sit with me. Don't talk to me. Leave me the fuck alone. Get out of my face. All right. That baby is not able to hold its head up. I think that's, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know why he's trying to do that. Anyways, we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see how this pans out, uh, what new information comes up. All right, um, you guys, I think that we are going to uh, be drawing to a close here in just a moment. I want to make sure that I didn't have anything else that I really wanted to discuss. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this was interesting. Uh, millennials' ability and ambition comes into question following new polls. Go out and get a job. New polls find that many millennials rely on their parents to pay their bills. So... Uh, obviously, we went through a period of time where there was economic depression, economic downturn. A lot of people don't have jobs anymore. Woke morons are getting fired from companies because the companies that previously hired them just don't have the disposable income to keep them on the payroll for this, the purposes of diversity, equity, and inclusion. So, uh, babies, people who are born between uh, March, excuse me, 1981 and 1996 are coming under fire after several recent polls appear to point out flaws within the generation's work ethic. Uh, one fortune poll shows that 35% of millennials across America rely on their parents to pay their bills. Uh, there is nothing better you could do for your child than to cut them off at a certain point. Uh, totally understandable and legitimate to assist them in life, get them to a certain point. But at, at a certain point, you've got to cut the care you got to cut the cord you've got to cut that umbilicus uh because they will never be self-sufficient they will never get out there and make it on their own unless they have to you know it's like when a parent pushes the baby bird out of the nest you know they don't do it because uh they they are going to be leaving them in the nest for the rest of their life they push them out so they got to go ahead and learn how to fly catch worms for themselves if you're a millennial your parents are trying to retire and you're taking their money like go out and get a job it's really just so disrespectful i have to say i absolutely agree with that uh you need to be able to find your own way uh polls also found that 63 percent of millennials and gen z have experienced feelings of burnout well you know the, the the most important lesson i could have learned in life was that uh it doesn't get any better <laughs> at a certain point you realize that, you know, maybe it's not going to be like glitz and glamour and you can find happiness in a simplified version of what your dreams might have once been. A lot of people have unrealistic expectations. Uh, some of them reported tasks, the reported tasks that they are burnt out on doing. Uh, they are changing in their oil, changing a tire, tying a tie, jump-starting a car, and sewing a hole. Uh, does everybody here knows how to how to sew? I would imagine. Uh, in this new digital world, many of these essential tasks have just become unnecessary to know. It's on YouTube. Watch the video and find out. 
Uh, Gen Xers were told, you're the slacker generation. Well, you want to know something, America? Gen Xers are holding this country together. We're putting in all the work. We're raising the kids. We're also raising our parents. We're getting old. That's absolutely the truth. But yeah, I will always default to my position that the best thing you can do for your kids to teach them how to be self-sufficient is to force them to be self-sufficient. Uh, all right. And uh, gosh, you know, there was something else uh, I learned over the weekend that the satanic church, satanic church is setting up abortion clinics of their own where they are going to be doing satanic ritual sacrifices along with those abortions. Uh, there is uh, nothing more disgusting to me. I, I can't even imagine how these people are going to get away with it. Uh, someone also sent me a really really startling article about an organization that the IRS has absolutely no problems with. Let me show you guys this. The IRS is protecting a pro-pedophile organization. No, don't cancel it. Continue. All right, so let's see. Uh, Last year... Old Dominion University placed Alan Walker on administrative leave after a chat with the Prostasia Foundation in which he claimed that he's being sexually molested in children isn't necessarily wrong. Walker's book about minor attracted people in the pursuit of dignity is typical of the types of efforts that excuse pedophilia that are promoted by this group, the Prostasia Foundation. The Prostasia Foundation is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that is protected with their status by the Internal Revenue Service. Now, this is understanding that the IRS has used their power uh, to take away the 501c3 status from Christian organizations. Uh, from conservative nonprofit organizations, uh, including an organization back in 2021 called Christians Engaged. But the Prostasia Foundation has experienced no such persecution by the Internal Revenue Service. They claim that they serve children and youth and victims of crimes and abuse. And their idea of serving children and child abuse victims uh, was protesting guidelines which banned child sex dolls and depictions of child pornography. This is what they're fighting for. They're fighting for the right to have sex with child-sized blow-up dolls or depictions of children being molested by adults. They claimed that interfering with the personal and private use of sex toys violates the Constitution, and they argued that a ban on child sex toys might remove a victimless outlet for some people who might otherwise target a real child. I think those people should just be removed from the equation before they get the opportunity to do so. It complained that proposals outlining outlawing depictions of child pornography are drenched in sex negativity. Well, hell yes. I have a negative opinion of people who would engage in such behavior. I think that anyone should have a negative opinion of behavior even closely related to that. Uh, If we are depicting the abuse of children, uh, then we are potentially inciting people to go out and engage in that abusive behavior. You know, if a person is not if a person is not exposed to such depraved behavior such as this, I think there's a good chance that they might never grow up to become a pedophile. Yes, those people are probably messed up on a genetic level from birth. 
Uh, but there are also people who are groomed into this lifestyle, and it's a self-perpetuating symptom that continues on. So what this foundation does is raise money for research into the use of fictional or fantasy sexual outlets like dolls, cartoons, and fictional stories. Um and uh, they do it, obviously, for people who are sexually attracted to children. So the entire organization is made up of these minor attracted peoples or pedophiles, as I think that they are uh, better known as. Now, they're doing this research with top universities here in the United States and in the U.K., uh, and uh, Section 62 of the British Coroners and Justice Act of 2009 prohibits all obscene images of children. That includes art, that includes computer-generated materials, uh, and even despite that, they are still allowed to do this research in the UK. Uh now, there was uh, a group called the Free Speech Coalition, uh, which defended the right to fictional child pornography back in 2003, uh, and the Prostasia organization was connected to them. Um, but it sounds like they are surveying pedophiles to see if they're consuming this virtual child pornography, and then they're engaging in studies to try to make it legal uh, so that they can protect these people from ever facing justice for what they're doing. Um, I can't think of anything that is more antithetical to the public good or the protection of children than this type of research. This should not be a line of research that we need to follow. And I think maybe we should be researching ways to um, perhaps rid people of these disgusting desires and uh, perhaps make them feel the level of shame that we used to make them feel here in America. It should be a shameful thing to be branded a pedophile. You should feel bad about that. You should do everything in your power uh, to move as far away from communities like this as possible. We should not be fostering these communities or perhaps making uh, a space where these types of people can Take action on whatever it is that they want to do. Uh, this is abusive to children. Uh, it is neglectful of the rights of children. And uh, I think that it, uh, it it's we are going down a dark and disturbing path here in America, not just here in America, but all around the world. And it's being radicalized by these types of people on the left. Uh, and uh, pushing the envelope as far as they can. Um, and that's why you have things like what we saw in the United States uh, military, those types of people. Uh, this is the logical extension of leftist thinking. And I'm sorry, I didn't realize that I wasn't on the article here. But uh, if you guys want to check this out, it's from Front Page Magazine. You can do a little bit more research into this organization and what we can do to uh, to stop them. Yes, Brian, 1871. Those people just need to be removed from society. We shouldn't be finding ways to to, um, to accommodate them. I think that it's obviously a stupid, stupid thing. All right, that is officially the last of what... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. There was one more story I wanted to talk about. Um, so the the people who put up uh, FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried's bail, they're going to be revealed. It hasn't happened yet, as far as I know. But we did get this interesting tidbit. FTX is asking the politicians who they donated money to to quietly return it uh, because obviously they're going through bankruptcy court. They got to pay back the people that they stole this money from. So they're going in a in a covert manner to these politicians and asking it to be paid back. Now, 
Is this just a cover up of the people that they were getting payoffs sent to? Uh, or is it a good faith attempt to try to pay back their investors? Um, I don't know, but it matters because uh, these people, these politicians who were involved in the funneling of this money, I think they should be criminally liable. Now, Maxine Waters, Mad Maxine Waters, she already said that she wasn't interested in giving this money back. She's a special type of greedy cuss. Uh, and uh, I think that uh, we've got we've got tens of millions of dollars out there that could potentially be brought back into FTX and then passed out to the people that they stole money from. Um, and it is largely Democrat politicians. There are going to be some uh, Republicans in there. The Republicans that I know of, uh, we're talking about personal donations that was made by one of FTX's founders. Uh, but Sam Bankman-Fried was actively making payouts to Democrat politicians directly out of FTX's bank accounts. The money that was not supposed to be uh, leaving FTX. It was meant to be held on to. Uh, speaking of politicians, uh, one such politician was the uh, the Clintons. $250,000 was given to the Clintons to help promote them uh, in the public eye. Uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton, they went on a, uh, a bit of a PR spree talking about FTX and Sam Bankman-Fried. Personally, I think that any of the celebrities that were paid multi-million dollar endorsement deals, they should also give that money back. If you are connected to FTX in any way, then I I would think you would want to get rid of that like poison. Uh, Give these people this money back so that the the average uh, everyday investor can get their cash back. Uh, that includes the Ukrainian government. I mean, hell, we just gave them another $2.2 billion. They can give back the $42 million or so that they were able to raise. Uh, oh, it looks like up to $60 million in crypto donations that were given out by FTX. But at the end of the day, we have no idea how much money the Democrats were able to siphon off from FTX. And uh, likely, it's more than a billion dollars. So that money should come back. Uh, SBF donating 40 million to not go to jail for stealing 10 billion is one of the highest return on investment trades of all time. Yeah, a billion dollars is the amount we know publicly. Uh, We have no idea how much it was at the end of the day. All right, let me go through these thank yous over here on the Foxhole. And we don't have any donations over on Rumble. If you are watching on Rumble, and uh, yeah, we still don't know where Bernie Madoff's money went. Yeah, that money is gone, long gone at this point. If you are watching on Rumble and you'd like to donate, you can take a look at the uh, icons that are on the screen just up here. Uh, you can donate gold pills on the Foxhole. You can donate cash through my website. Uh, you can donate on Cash App. You can donate on Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, and obviously this is listener supported content. Uh, I am lucky enough to have sponsors, but, uh, it certainly makes a difference when you guys do decide to support the show directly. Uh, nothing over on cash app. And I don't think there's anything over here on buy me a coffee either. No. So you guys over on Foxhole are it. Sean Joe, thank you very much for that cookie. Ranger Billy said, howdy, RP and fam. Uh, filter dog one said it's called humor. Good. <laughs> yes, it is humor. Uh, Jay, thank you very much for that cookie. I, Zeke Truth says, was it NASA or China? I think that's probably in relation to the balloon. 
Filter Dog One, corporate media is going to blame Space Force. Tucker Dixon, thank you for the cookie and another cookie and another cookie. Uh, Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Filter Dog One and Tucker and Tucker and Tucker Dixon, one more time. Sean Joe, thank you again. Boise Blanc 89 says Camp Grayling is central North Michigan looking to expand for EMT preparation. Seems odd. Camp Grayling is expanding. Huh. Uh, I've been by Camp Grayling on a number of occasions. I wonder what they're going to be expanding into. Uh, Boise Blanc, thank you very much for the cookie. Uh, two more cookies. Ohio Kimmy dropped a cookie. Red Pill Ken said, I'm so ugly I can make an onion cry, but I'm smart enough to avoid wearing a mask or a facial diaper. Ken, you're you're a good-looking man. You got nothing to worry about, but I'm glad to hear you don't wear a face diaper. Uh, yes, Ken and I actually met. Shook hands. Uh, Filter Dog One, thank you for the can. Red Pill Ken again said, Klaus Schwab is a Rothschild. He never changed his bloodline. A Rothschild maggot. I can agree with you there. Timber Jet says, Let's talk about how Ukraine has no COVID at all. Oh, yeah. How would we even know? Because the only thing that's coming out of there is disinformation about the success of the Ukrainian military. Uh, and, of course, the uh, the, the crackdowns uh, by Zelensky on free speech and the press. Uh, Just Duckies, good to see you, buddy. Thanks for the cookie. Also says, needless to say, you must be careful of all information you take in. It's important to do your own research. That is a man after my own heart. That's why I always say it every show. Do your own research. Never take anybody's word for it. Ohio Kimmy, thank you for the cookie. Uh, the Fallen Ones says, great show. Jay, thanks again for the cookie. And then FVT says, please watch SBGT reports from this past weekend. Two videos with Jay Callender. I will definitely watch them. Probably not going to get a chance before bad, uh, excuse me, baseless conspiracies tonight on Badlands Media. John and I are going to be talking about the satanic panic, which wasn't so much as a panic as it was uh, an exposure. Uh, I'm just a patriot over on Rumble says, love you, Zach. Thank you very, very much for that. Uh, the flame 90 says, thank you, Zach. I fight for my aunt. Moderna killed her. Uh, and I'm so sorry to hear that. Brian says, great show as always. Veruca, great show as always. F. Zelinsky, I tell my patients all the time, no shots. Do your own research. I'm glad to know that we've got uh, advocates out there in the medical community because sometimes it just seems like uh, all of the people we're supposed to trust are just are just evil people. Then they don't care about us. And I'm glad to know that we've got at least one good person out there. I know we got a lot more than that. But either way, I appreciate you guys being here with me today. Let me go ahead and pass out these gold pills. <clears throat> and uh, then we're going to end the show. And then I'll be back tonight at 1030 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Badlands Media. And then tomorrow I'll be back at 1 p.m for another episode of Occam's Razor at 1 p.m. Eastern. Thomas is no longer doing the show with me, guys, and I wanted to let you know right now, we didn't have a falling out. He just needs to focus on his own channel. So unless I find somebody who wants to co-host on Tuesdays with me, it looks like I'm going to be doing Occam's Razor all alone on Tuesdays. So thank you very much, everyone, for being here. And until tonight at 1030 on Badlands Media for Baseless Conspiracies with myself and John Harold. good luck, everyone, and God bless. We'll see you tonight. Love Endures just bought me three coffees. Thank you so much, Love Love Endures, and said thanks, Zach. I appreciate you.
Oh, yeah. Don't forget to hit the like button on the way out, you guys. If you're over on Rumble, we got 3,000 people here and only 600 people hit the like button. Please hit the like button. It's free and it really, really helps the channel. lady tech lady she sent me a really awesome graphic of the council on foreign relations and the connection to the new world order i'm actually going to show it tomorrow on occam's razor so thank you so much tech lady i really appreciate it When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough 
through in a bottle, but then it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.